Yeah, so I explained, honey, listen, you're not a loser. You're a Trethaway. I mean, I thought that kind of covered it. Does that make sense? Wow. I mean, I never quite thought of you, the family, that way. But, I mean, if you, you'd you know better than I do. I well, think. we just, I, I like to feel we're slightly unique. Unique's a good word. Mm. That's for sure. Oh, wait yeah. a minute. Hold on a second. We're rolling. Oh, well, you know what? Then let's roll. I'm Rich. And I'm Mark. And we are Two, two guys, guys on Block, Block Island. Island. What shall we do with the shock well, this is a, a very new experience for me. I'm a little nervous for the first time. You should be. I know, I know. Good God. <laughs> you what have could, every reason to be nervous. What could happen? Our guest, our guest is none other than my amazing daughter. Well, they're both amazing, but this particular time, it's my amazing daughter. Lindsay Trethaway is in the studio with us. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? All good here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, thanks. thanks for being yeah, here. That's... Very exciting. Yeah, good. And you're a you're an avid podcast listener. Absolutely. So kinda, Every is, Wednesday morning. Is this like a dream come true to be on the podcast? I can't believe I made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're we just recording now. Yeah. <laughs> and quite frankly, I can't believe your dad made the cut. So <laughs> yeah. um, Mark was I, when I when I said let's do this podcast and we started talking about it, suddenly he was like, Yeah, I can't wait. And and then he was like, Wait, you're gonna be on it too, Rich? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so Lindsay, this is might be be obvious but uh you know the question we ask all of our guests is uh what's your block island story when did you get here uh how did you get here um why are you still hanging out here yeah so um you know i was born in westerly hospital but then came right over as a baby um and i have been here i was here my whole life until I turned 18, so I did the kindergarten through 12th grade school, Black Island School. Um, and then I left for college, but I came back for summers. And um, actually, last summer was my first summer not being here. So I think I've finally done a whole year not living on island, if that wow. makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. What was it? What's it like growing up your entire life out here as a kid? Like... You know, going to school. I know you don't know any, but you know, for our listeners, it's, this is something yeah. very interesting <laughs> to them. So. Yeah, you're like the reverse of so many of our guests talk about, you know, coming here as a kid for summers and then eventually their dream comes true and they get to stay or they move here or whatever. Yeah. You're like the opposite where you had to, you know, an exit strategy, obviously for career and stuff. To get away from your old man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the escape, yes. Yeah, the escape. <laughs> I, don't blame me. I was looking at you. It seems like your mom is actually filling out college applications. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that is. I'm like, huh? Why are you going to go to URI? But yeah, dude, yeah, I mean, how was it out here? I mean, obviously at the school, your class, how many kids were in your class? There were, we graduated with seven. Seven. Yeah. But people do ask me all the time, like, what was it like? you know, growing up out there. And I'm, my answer is always, to me, it was just normal. It was all I knew. Um, you know, I did normal things. As I got older, I did um, sport. I did basketball, softball, soccer um, for most of high school. Um, I played piano. So we like, you know, I stayed busy. I did student council. To me, it was all normal. And then I think when I 
kind of left for college, I realized how unique, <laughs> we'll use the word I unique was. again. Yeah. How unique <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> now you, yeah. you just brushed over a bunch of stuff. So, uh, you know, you, how many kids, ugh, I, you may not remember either. I should remember this, but you started, you start school here usually typically with more kids and then yeah. it dwindles as you get older. Cause kids leave. Mm-hmm. I think in kindergarten, my class, I think we had 15 students and then graduated with seven with seven yeah and of the seven i want to say four of us did the whole like stayed all the way through um there was a couple that moved in elementary school but then came back for the end of high school yeah actually there might have been there was three i guess so i don't know it's kind of funky like that like some leave for good some leave and come back um, yeah, you know, I think I've seen families and we're actually, it's one of my, my things on the list to talk about. Um, but I think some families feel like, you know, like they're missing something or maybe their education is missing something. So they, they're willing, they give it a try and some, some leave and don't come back and others are like, you know what? Meh, like you said, it's pretty normal here. It's just smaller, yeah. but you know, yeah. it's just, I, you know, I went to, a my graduating class in Western Mass was 270 kids or something, you know? So it's like if someone left and you didn't even notice half the time, maybe two years later, you're like, Hey, where's that kid? <laughs> right, right, right. But that's like, if someone leaves your class, it's like, they're going. Yeah. Like, and you, it's a big, it's uh, a whole big percentage. Of yeah. The class. <laughs> yeah. Did you, um, did, were any of the kids that moved away, were you particularly close with any of them and it was like tough to lose them in your day to day life? I think, yeah, in um, second grade, I want to say Katie Young left. She was a close friend, but we reconnected later on and became, even though she was living on the mainland, we um, reconnected and, you know, yeah. as we got older, we were able to keep that friendship. Um, and then there was another friend of mine that left maybe in seventh grade that I was really close with. And that was a, that was a tough one too, yeah. Hannah Tarbox. Um, so, but I think when, when you're so little, like kindergarten, first grade and they leave, you get over it or maybe you just don't remember Yeah, you bounce back as you get older. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but then when you get a little bit older, middle school age, high school, um, it's harder when the friends leave. But you guys are palsy now, right? Yeah. see Hannah a lot. She comes over. I see for Hannah her. a lot. Yep. 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 Haley kiss is another one. When she left, I was sad, but oh yeah, you know, we're still tight and. And yeah. she got to come back and spend a couple summers living at our house. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that was. Uh, That's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. You know. I feel like there's like this, you know, I mean, I, I'm fortunate in that my group of friends from high school, uh, they're all the guys that brought me out here because they all started from Aguam, our little weird crew. And, um, you know, so I was lucky I had a, a, a really tight bunch of friends, but I mean, it's got it. I can't even imagine what it must be like to have like this little community where it's so small where again it's like these people i mean some of them like hannah she must have been like your sister like another sister basically, right, right yeah yeah so yeah it is it's really like family when you're all out here and especially like now that i have i it's funny because like as an adult my close group of friends it, they are not really block island people aside from hannah and Haley. but i don't know how to explain it it's like you have these friends on Block Island because you have to. Not that you don't love them, but that's well, all you have. Right. But then you, when you leave, 
you make other friends based on interests and what you really have in common. You have your choice all of a sudden. Right. The, it's and not the thing that you have in common isn't just Block Island. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, in the moment, it's it's sad when people leave. It is like losing part of your family. But then later on, you find new family and yeah. you might reconnect with those people. You always have the Block Island thing in common. Yeah. And I feel like that's so. just as uh, someone who ends up just living on block Island or chooses to live on block Island. That's kind of just a part of life out here. It's a transient place in a lot of ways is, you know, for people who would come out to work for the summer, maybe they stay a few years, you get attached, you form a friendship with that person. And then that person's life circumstances change and they go. But I think we naturally uh, from living out here kind of become okay with the ebb and flow of these people out of your life in and out. You know, yeah, sometimes. I I agree with that and I I do feel like I, you know, I've also made a lot of really close friends waitressing. You know, you waitress for the summer, you have these girls Let's talk girls about or waitressing. guys. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> Let's get into but the you really bond with those people too. So that's like this a whole is, nother family. Yeah. And now yeah. tell us about that. <laughs> so, okay. What I, was your first waitressing job? My first waitressing job was Harborside Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that for like a year and a half. But that wasn't your first restaurant job, was it? No, I was working at Sharky at our restaurant. Yeah, uh, pro- what age 11, 12. Shh, not, not so <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> 14, yeah, whatever. Um, but at Sharky's, I was doing you know, mostly busing. Sometimes I would wash dishes, um, or do like the pantry or whatever, mostly busing and hosting, and then. What was it like working for your your dad and your mom? And it like- was a drag. It was like you had to do it. <laughs> Tell us how you really wow. feel. Yeah. It sucks. It's like it's like uh, I would be like texting oh like or calling thirty minutes before. Do I have to come in? <laughs> you know? Let me tell you, that was no joy either on my end. You know. Somebody else's kid calls you and be like, do you really need me tonight? I'm like, yeah, get your ass in here. And it's your yeah. daughter going, so and so is having a party. Like, do you really need me to bust tonight? I'm like, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. So your name's on that thing we call a schedule. (laughs) So, but I will say, as I got a little bit older, I like had more appreciation for the money I was making. And I was definitely grateful that I just had the in, had the jobs, you know, job security, whatever. It's just so hard to get through that thick skull of an 11 year old girl. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. You're like trying to hammer home how important it is that you show up for work. Yeah. Like, what are you, Mm -hmm. 10? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 well into the double digits now, kid. Yeah, yeah. Come on, you're like, what are you trying to wait till you're a teenager to grow up a little bit? <laughs> well, it's I mean, I don't think that's weird. Like a lot of kids that grow up out here, their parents are you know work on the island, and you just kind of help out if they're business uh, owners or whatever. You're it's the family it, business. It's the family business. Yeah, it's you know? just it's part like, of life. Yeah. 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 At least you're lucky enough your parents didn't own the biggest septic pumping company yeah. on Barbara. Yeah. That's you know? true. That's right. true. A nice hot it, August day. Been worse. <laughs> the backed up <laughs> tank. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. what are some of your crazy waitress stories? Oof. Um Oh God, you're putting me on the spot. I don't know. I may have to think about this. Okay, well, let's back minutes. it up. So after the the breakfast gig at the harbor side. Yeah. So it was Started out at Sharky's then, but I couldn't waitress at Sharky's because you have to be 18 right. to serve yeah. alcohol. So when I was like probably 14, I think, 
we, I started. Your dad doing got you a breakfast. fake ID that said you yeah. were eighteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, um, he just confiscated that? one <laughs> at the door at Captain Nick's, and he, right. that looked yeah. something that looked like you. And this will work. This will yeah. work. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So I did. Friends and I did a couple years at Harborside, and then I I must have just hosted until I was eighteen at Sharky's again, and then I did one. I think I. I think the year I turned 18, I had ACL surgery, so I couldn't, I couldn't serve. That's when yeah, the year. Yeah, that makes way yeah, too tough. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was on crutches for a lot of the summer. So I was actually at Diamond Blue Surf Shop. Oh, yeah. uh, Were but you then, secretly like, yes, I don't yeah. have an excuse not to work at Sharky's this summer. <laughs> I probably, I probably was relieved, but then again, it comes back to the money. The right. money is not as good. Right. Um, and that, but no regrets. I loved working at Diamond Blue. And then I think I did another year, one more year at Sharky's and then it sold. So then oh, I did, yeah. I did a year at the Mohegan. And then after that, I was at the Ore, And that right. was like my. See, I'm so, I can't, I don't even remember if she worked at the Mohegan. It was just, it was, I barely remember it too. It was, yeah. It was one quick summer. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I barely remember those five years or whatever it six, was. Yeah. Six, yeah. yeah. Six years. Did you, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I oh, forget what you just said that made me think about something. But um, yeah, I kind of forgot that. So you got, you started your service, doing some service at Sharky's, but yep. then we sold, we we mm-hmm. retired from that. What was industry. that like when your dad and Gary, when, when the families sold Sharky's? Was it, was it a little sad for you? Yeah, and and suddenly I had to apply for a job. Like, oh, there, there it comes that I was grateful finally, and you know. But uh, wait a minute, chicken fingers cost money. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sad. It was that was my whole life. Like I, oh yeah. Sometimes the school bus would drop us off at Sharky's instead of dropping us off at home, and you know we like grew up there. So it's definitely there was a sad piece, but I know. You got you and mom yeah, were do something for so long relieved and so I think we just kind of adjusted and yeah I mean don't get me wrong know. I loved it you know you totally but, you know that's a burnout industry you know it really mm. it really I think it is you know uh, yeah you know you, when you get to a point you know you kind of gotta like what you're doing and it just got a little bit too much and and you know it kept getting more difficult each year as mark knows yeah. to, to find help to fill all your spots and housing housing is a nightmare yeah. and then right. if you stick them in lousy housing they you know you, they treat you the way you treat them so if yes. they're unhappy at home and not sleeping then they come to work all grumpy and they're looking for another job with better house oh i heard they have a ha- two pillows instead of one on the bed so i'm yeah. gonna go work there <laughs> yep. you know? yeah. yeah yeah so it's, it, it just became more and more of a challenge and as i got older you know Right. And I I think and speaking for Maddie, too, like, I think we both realized that it was it was hard to continue to, you know, keep up with it. So when it did sell, I think it just felt like it was time for everybody. Yeah. I think we were all on the same page. Yeah. 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 So the ore. Yeah. So the ore. (laughs) Now, that's is that what you did your longest stint as a server? Yeah, I think I did four summers there with one little break because I was away at school. But uh, I think I did four seasons there. 
And, and it was this is we had a friend of yours, Matt, uh, another yeah. Maddie or <laughs> Madden, yeah, Madden, yeah. Madden, good Madden, friend, yeah, good friend. She told us some stories about yeah. shenanigans at the OR. Yeah, I'm assuming you partook in some definitely, of the shenanigans. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, the OR is a. In some ways, they you know it's like a tight ship. Yeah, but it's also, uh, I don't know. It's I don't know how to explain it. It's like. You can kind of get away with stuff, but then they catch you and then... <laughs> then you can't get away with the stuff anymore. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Sounds... But yeah, George ran a tight ship. Karen ran a tight ship. Um, but it was like the best people, the best money. It I, you know, it was... Place is busy I stayed all for, the time. It's busy all the time. I, there's a reason I stayed for yeah. for four years. Yeah. I mean, and, you go um, there on a Wednesday in September and it's... There's a wait. There's like a two hour wait. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even understand it. I mean, I understand it, but I don't. Yeah. It's the view. It's the yeah. view and the mudslides. Well, I, I think guess. it's also that it's the kind of place people don't feel bad bringing their children and drinking mudslides, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. And Wasted with your babies on the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> well, the kids can run around too outside. It's not like, yeah. you know, you're downtown. What do I right. do with my kids right. while we're waiting for a table? And I think this... the casual, the, yeah. the casual element is so appealing to people yeah. like you can come in in your bathing suit or you can come in kind of you know we it's kind of like anybody walks in you're either dressed really nice or you're soaking yeah. wet from the beach and, and the other good thing about the or is if you're going out to eat with people you don't necessarily want to hang out with oh look at all the oars let's let's <laughs> to look at look There's at that a topic or look at of that discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can talk about all the oars so yeah. you know mm-hmm. you don't have to talk to your boring friends <laughs> was it as big as it is now when you were there i'm trying to remember like they've they've over the years i mean it's been the same now for a few years but i think the big difference now is that there's an actual I, I could be mistaken saying this, but I think there's a bar down on the lawn, at okay. least a service bar. I don't know if customers can walk right up to it, but I think the servers can go get their drinks down on the lawn. Which saves a lot of steps from running up to the... Right. When I was there, we had to... You had to run up the steps in past the host station and then into the inside bar to get your drinks. That's, and then come running back down. That's but, one thing I never understood until and my wife katie actually is the one who because she had all the restaurant experience the the physical setup of how you set the restaurant is set up mm-hmm. makes such a difference in terms yeah. like you can't have the 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 and things as little like where is the cut in the bar so the bartender can get out is it over here does the bartender have to walk all the way around the bar to go here or there weird things that you never consider yeah, you, you need like a architect and an engineer to figure out the best way to do it. Yeah, like it's it, there is there's got to be a lot of thought that goes into that. I found five years in, and I'd sit there and look at something, and finally go, "Huh, if we right. just move the soda gun <laughs> to that side of the door, people stop smashing into each other." Right. Oh, right. and I think of that five, five years, years ago, ago. <laughs> or when the you know the kid working for you. He's like, hey, man, you know, if you just move that shelf up a notch, maybe people wouldn't hit their head on it. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. God. No, that's crazy. That's the craziest idea I've ever heard. And then the next day you come in and the shelves up like yeah, six yeah. inches yeah. high. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, hey, great idea, Rich. You're like, thank you. Yeah, thanks thank a lot. You. Thanks thank a lot. you very much. Wait a minute, dude. I uh, Go back in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen. You don't when, know what you're talking yeah. about. When you're a kid out here and in your teenage years trying to get away with stuff, I mean, was it tough? Like, could you get away with anything? Especially- I'm like the worst person to ask because I was a wicked goody two-shoes. Were you? Yes. Really? Uh, 
Oh yeah, Maddie. What you can ask Maddie about that? Yeah, we, not to we throw will. her under the bus, but no, but I you mean, will. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. And there goes the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was. It, it is. I would say, as a parent, it was easy to keep tabs on your kid. That's what I'm saying, yeah. right? It wasn't. Right, you know. like right, yeah. you know. But I mean, you raise yeah, kids that aren't going to be going doing they, too much yeah. crazy stuff out of the norm. Well, and you got to, yeah, like, out of the you, norm. Yeah, you got to let kids have a little fun. And sure. Get away, if you don't let them get away with something, and then sometimes get caught, they don't learn the consequences. And the, you know, there's a little bit of a risk and reward thing there. Yeah. That's all part of the lesson. Yeah. How much did you risk? <laughs> you were the goody two shoes. I was you the goody two shoes. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm a total weenie. We're not getting anything. Out. You're a weenie. Well, I can see where you got that from at least. Oh my yeah. God. She did. I one time even I was like, What did you do? What, can we tell your story about the concert? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, you want to tell it or you want me to? I since I don't have the greatest memory, so I can start. Correct me, but feel okay. free to jump in and stomp on me. Okay. So Lindsay's in college, not twenty one. Goes to a concert at URI. What concert? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was hardly a concert. I think it was Barstool Foam Party. Some like foam. <laughs> it was a foam party. Big yeah. foam party put on by Barstool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. See, this is what I don't know. State Trooper rolls mm-hmm. up. What's in the cup? What does Lindsay say? So I'm going to interrupt. Oh, we, had been, th- we had been like pre-gaming at a friend's house that was basically on campus and then we pulled down in front of the someone drove us like a one of the roommates drove us down to drop us off and we jump out of the car and i we all have solo cups yeah and they're like what's in the cup a state trooper and my one roommate like (laughs) tosses the cup and runs in and i'm like giggling um alcohol (laughs) and they're like okay we're gonna need you to come with us no yeah oh yeah total weenie i'm telling you mm-hmm. so i go with him and all my friends like run into the phone party i go with the stage six trooper. months later Lindsay. He, <laughs> he's like all right i'm just gonna like test the cop i'm like what do you mean he's like i have this wand he like put this thing into like he like i don't know how to explain it but he like put this wand in the cup and swirled it around you yeah. sure it wasn't a make, pencil to make sure it was alcohol like as if i wasn't transparent enough and then um evidence they were gathering evidence <laughs> in the big and case I'm sitting the big, there like big one oh, like, oh my god i'm gonna get arrested and then they just basically they write up this thing and they give it to me and they're like all right here you go and i'm like well what is it like what's what's going on am i like arrested they're like no but that's a court summons so go hey. en- go enjoy your phone party i'm like <laughs> uh okay so i think i called you like days later yeah yeah and i'm like i have to tell you something oh my god i have to tell you this and i make the big confession and i think you're like why didn't you lie yeah <laughs> why didn't you Dummy. lie and i think yeah yeah, yeah. why didn't you lie so yeah what a great father yeah. <laughs> oh my god didn't i teach you to lie better than that yeah. what are you doing yeah yeah but yeah what did you end up having to do a little community service vin carlo yeah. did it on to vin carlone out mm-hmm. here right yeah you know, did yep. some research to help someone in the community out. And, yes, he yeah. had uh, Vin had me research. Um, I had to call several like homeless shelters in the area and 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 figure out <laughs> uh, what what you had to do to to get 
you know, be in Someone the homeless here, shelter. Yeah. Like, did you have to be sober? Did you have to, what, where'd you have to come from? Whatever, all that kind of thing. So basically did a bunch someone of, on the Island was approaching a point where they needed to get him into a place. Gotcha. Yeah. And so Lindsay was, I did, did all the did research. The research wow. for sounds it. like, are... sounds like some hard time to me. It <laughs> right? was a stiff penalty, man. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Don't really toughen ever... me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll learn you to carry a solo cup and go to phone parties. Yeah. Kind of a, what the, yeah. flipping <laughs> Jigowitz. Jigowitz. What did you do? So uh, do you feel, you know, if I, I, I'm asking these questions if I don't know the answers because I really don't, you know, but do you feel that, were you? Did you play all the sports you played 100% willingly or did you go a little kicking and screaming because of the lack of students to participate to, to you know, what, there were times where certain sports needed you in order to make a, a team. Yeah. Um, you, you weren't varsity because you were great. Mm-mm. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I definitely mm. loved softball the most. Yes, the yes, most I, probably. Yeah. And I really liked basketball too. Soccer was definitely my least favorite. I think I actually, I don't think I played senior year. A lot year. of running in soccer. A lot it's of not running. My, not it's my just thing. all running. Yeah, that's it. And then like you kick a ball <laughs> once in a while. Maybe yeah. somebody Maybe. scores a goal. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I think... I liked basketball and softball, but soccer wasn't, was not my jam. And I don't think I played senior year. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. And what'd you do for kicks in the summertime? Like when you weren't, uh, waitressing, um, when we were, when I was younger, we used to go banana boating all the time. That you liked the banana boat? Loved the banana boats. Yeah. I had a very Um, bad experience on the banana boat. What was it? Well, it was, it's a funny, it was weird actually. Uh, Katie and I had the day off together um and we i forget what we, what we were doing we were some for some reason we were down near the docks or something maybe we just got off the boat i don't remember but the the mohegan crew they all had the day off together a certain pod of them and um we're walking by and uh they're all like hey mark kitty what's up and they're like come on we're going to the banana boat we got two spots we're like yeah all right cool let's go <laughs> We get on. That's how they get you. Yeah, I didn't realize it's like full contact banana boating. <laughs> and like, uh, I forget who it was. One of the girls that used to work there, bartender. She Anyway, she ends up flying, gets an elbow to the head and her head splits open and she's like in the water bleeding and there's like, uh, are there sharks like that yeah. might be attracted to this? Soon. And then, yeah, and it was not fun for neither Katie nor I. I would never do it in a million years. Yeah. I always... I, Probably one of the few things that I got a little nervous. I never showed it, and I always said, "There's only so much to do out here." I get it. If you want to go banana boating, go do it. Now, parasailing, I'm all for. That's lovely. I did that. Yeah, it's great, right? Yeah. I've yeah. never done the parasailing. Oh, oh. it's very nice. It's it's, yeah. it's much lower impact than the banana boat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Basically, they strap <laughs> not you into a this... contact sport. <laughs> no. Well, no. I, I did a, a big one of those weather fronts came through while I was oh. doing mine, so they quickly decided to reel me down. I thought I was acting as a perfectly good lightning rod up yeah. there. And um, by the time I got down, at one point, I'm below the deck of the boat. Like the boat started going up and down so much from the squall. That oh, geez. Up. Yeah, wow. they were like, when I was done, it was one of those, I think we're going to call it a day now. And, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to do any more. Like, yeah. That was the last Which, one. 
Yeah. Who who Littlefield? Yeah, it was uh, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. yeah, but you look down. Bobby's got like a Ben Franklin outfit on. He's like, <laughs> no, just a little bit here. Yeah. We're gonna send a key. Yeah. Hang on, it. hold it up over your head as high as hold you can. This key. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. No. Not good. Yeah. Not good. Well, all right. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely uh, suggest the parasail next. Time. But, all right. So yeah. banana boating was a cool so yeah. Thing. That was when we were a little bit younger. Yeah. Um, and then. I mean, I like lived at the beach whenever I could. Yeah. What was your beach? Uh, I, I guess second post, or right to the left of state. Yeah. Um, Clarify yeah. the second. Yeah, post, because people, please. Yeah. second post. So if you're going down, you are going down Corneck Road, going north, past State Beach. You're gonna hit three posts or three poles, whatever. Yeah, that's everyone a has beach a different path. thing for it. Yeah. Um, before you hit Scotch, the Scotch right. Beach parking, the lot. Scotch Beach parking lot. So right. there's three like posts between there. So we, I would, and one is closest to State, and three is closest to Scotch. That's right. Okay, so and two's so, right. So yeah, middle. we would go to second, um, or like I said, right to the left, like just pat outside of the lifeguards um, for State of State Beach. Yeah. Right I love how there. Crescent Beach has has its division zones its zones some yeah. are official so officially uh, yeah. de- designated such as town beach town and beach, scotch yeah. beach but then there's baby beach and mm-hmm. there's yeah. uh what else is there a second post scotch yeah. mansion yeah, yeah but those are like pots on, and kettles pots and kettles the, uh, is, and I, yeah. isn't there a name a specific name for the one that's right to the left um right between state and first isn't there? there a isn't there a I don't know. title I, for that one? I just uh, know if it comes to me, I'll... Baby Beach oh, is the only one yeah. I know, and I guess that got its name because baby beach. it's the sh- oh Baby Beach is like that's close to the surf beachhead beach, yeah, surf beach. Beachhead, from surf the beachhead beach. going towards yeah. the town beach, and I think that that basically became popular with babies because you weren't in the big public town beach really super right. crowded and you could short hop over the dunes right you know right could be out of yeah. there and, and then um at the end past shark uh past uh scotch beach is now shark fin beach do you are you aware of this no there's a that. little pot of uh people uh the, you know steve lighty and jen lighty and meg campbell and uh, that that whole crew there's a, a rock there that's shaped kind of like a shark fin so they named it shark fin beach oh cool. so that okay. is kind of catching but it's kind of cool right yeah. you can just like start hanging out on a certain area of beach on block island and you can kind of claim it as your own territory almost in a weird way yeah that's cool i still think the sunsets over at trethaway beach are like the nicest (laughs) on the island absolutely yeah Yeah. that's a little there's this white rock near great dories yeah and about eight feet to the left of that that eight foot sections that's the one that's called trethaway beach yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. uh i noticed the uh gigantic cement uh likeness of yourself that you had placed there that's kind of a dead Mm -hmm. giveaway if you when you see that could you tell that was a snorkel? <laughs> no, it was questionable. I thought it was a cucumber at first, but then I'm like, oh, it's nope. not in your it's speedo. Because you have the speedo, too, which is yeah. hard to carve out of cement. It It, it is. Yeah. It is. It's really good. It took a while. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, the point of this is- But I is, wanted a likeness of how I like to go to the beach. Yes. Speedo and a snorkel. There you go. I like to add a football helmet in, too, just to be on the safe side. I call it the speedo. Sporkle look. Sporkle. <laughs> Sporkle look. Speedo uh, and snorkel. Have you ever w- worn a Speedo or a snorkel to the uh, beach? A snorkel. Snorkel. No <laughs> Definitely speedo. not a Speedo. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> that was a trick question. You answered properly. That was very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Hey, um, so I know this is going to sound crazy, but there's actually people on this island 
uh, who own businesses out here who have um, decided to give us money for some reason Ooh, to, to imagine keep doing this. They're called sponsors. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think we should take a minute and check in with them. How's that sound? I'm ready to go. We'll be right back with you in a minute, Linz. All right. Here's a great activity you don't want to miss out on on your next visit to Block Island. Exploring the Great Salt Pond in a kayak from Fort Island Kayaks. The Great Salt Pond is one of Block Island's true gems, and I would say one of the most beautiful harbors in all of New England. Now, I know I said kayak, but Fort Island Kayaks has stand-up paddle boards, Hobie pedal boards, as well as kayaks in all different sizes. I'm pretty sure they've even added the triple-seater and a peekaboo glass-bottom kayak. You can rent by the hour, half day, full day, or even an entire week. Explore the hidden coves of the pristine inner ponds. Find your own little spot to take a dip or soak up some sun. There's spectacular scenery around every bend, and you'll get some of the best views of the island that you can't really see any other way. So whether you're flying solo or with the whole family, make sure this is one on your to-do list. Oh yeah, here's a tip. If you're in a group of six or more, you definitely want to make a reservation in advance. Fort Island Kayaks is operated by our good friends at Block Island Fishworks and is located right next door. For rates, availability, and reservations, visit their website at bifishworks.com or just give them a call at 401-466-5392. So Mark, I wonder if that glass bottom kayak, you could find maybe Captain Kidd's treasure or something. Ooh, that's exciting, right? You could uh, turn your afternoon into a treasure hunt. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Those pedal boards look really cool, too. A bicycle on the water. What will they think of next? Ugh, modern science. Whether you're experienced or a beginner, fishing on Block Island is one of the greatest experiences you can have. Our friends at BI Fishworks are there to make sure it's great. Block Island Fishworks offers charter trips for whatever you're after. Striped bass, bluefish, fluke, sea bass, bonita, you name it, and they know how to catch it. If you're into light tackle fishing and fly fishing, Captain Chris does morning charters for up to three people. If your group's a little larger, climb aboard the Harley with Captain Hank, and the Harley does half and full day trips for up to six people. If boats are not your thing, then there are plenty of great spots to fish from shore. Block Island Fishworks has everything you need. They have a great selection of equipment, tackle, and plenty of tips and pointers on when and where to go and what the fish are biting. The shop, located at 40 Ocean Avenue, is open daily in season. While you're there, check out the great shirts, hats, hoodies, and a bunch of other great stuff. To book a charter, get info on the shop, check out their merch, and all things fishing, visit their website at bifishworks.com. You know, Mark, I love fishing with those guys. You ever been out with them? Oh, my God. A number of times, actually. And you know what? Every single time. We've caught fish. It's worth the trip just to spend a half a day with Hank. Hank is a force of nature, as we know. Yeah, he's great. And you know what? A lot of times your fishing trip can include a buzz by or even a quick tour of the of the wind farm, which is pretty awesome. And you know what? The the, the greatest thing about Fishworks is that they have everything you need. Every everything. Whether it's your first time to the island or you're a seasoned vet, next time you're booking a vacation, before you do, check out the Neptune House Resort. It's really an amazing place to stay. Their 23 modern condo-style units have full kitchens outfitted with everything, including full-size refrigerators. The Neptune House Resort offers studios, one-bedrooms, and two-bedroom units available April through October. The views are spectacular, and the property has so many amenities to offer. There's a heated pool, tennis courts, gas grills, picnic tables. There's even a game room with a pool table. Sammy and the rest of the staff are there for you if you need anything. Look, we all know location is key. 
That's another reason to make the Neptune House your next stay on Block Island. It's tucked away from the hustle and bustle, but still a short walk to Old Harbor Ferries, restaurants, shops, beaches, and live entertainment. After a day at the beach and exploring the island, what could be better than a dip in the pool and sitting on the deck watching a Block Island sunset? Check out the views and all the Neptune House has to offer online at NeptuneHouse.com. You know, my family came out to visit once and stayed at the Neptune House, and they couldn't say enough nice things about it. You know, it's kind of got everything you need, and the views from those upper decks are spectacular. And oh my God, heated it's pool. so nice. Heated pool. You had me at heated. Yeah, I'm there. Let's get our <laughs> bathing suits on now. Your Block Island visit absolutely must include a stop at the Beachhead, one of the island's most popular restaurants. The Beachhead is located on Corneck Road and features beachside outdoor dining with a beautiful view of the ocean and Crescent Beach. Nothing beats feasting on the Beachhead's seafood choices featuring fresh, locally caught fish and one of the island's best lobster rolls served hot or cold. Your choice. But hey, why not try one of each? If you're looking to get down with some bivalves, you have to hit up the Beachhead's Buck a Shuck Hour every Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 p.m. where you can slurp down fresh oysters for just a buck each. And don't forget to order one of the Beachhead's hand-blended mudslides or a signature Bloody Mary, or choose from any of their large selections of tasty summertime drinks. Are you visiting the island with a larger group of friends and family? No problem. The Beachhead can comfortably accommodate everyone with lots of space, and they even have a special events area that can be reserved for weddings, rehearsal dinners, anniversary parties, or any occasion you can think of worth celebrating. So don't miss one of Block Island's favorite hangouts, The Beachhead, located directly across from the beach on Corneck Road. For more information or to view The Beachhead's menu, please visit beachheadbi.com. You know, Mark, I, you, you just cannot beat the view from The Beachhead. I mean, you talk about gorgeous. It's unbelievable. And you know what's cool is that even if it's raining, you can go in and sit at the bar and you still get that same great view. Yeah, thanks so much, you sponsors. We appreciate They're so that. awesome yeah, to just, believe in our little dream. Yeah, you know what? I think we maybe we'll take some of that money and do some good with it. Yeah, you know? that's a good it's idea. It's not going to be a lot of it, but, yeah. you know. Wait, you mean buy some booze? Maybe. Okay. For a, Have a college girl who doesn't <laughs> want to tell the cops what's in the red cup. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to throw the biggest yeah. charity foam party known to Block <laughs> Island. All right, so speaking of college girls, you... Um, you know, after your amazing academic career on Block Island and playing all the sports and everything, you 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 went to college. So uh tell us a little bit about that. You know, tell tell our listeners about that because um you kind of knew what you wanted to do, right? Mm, sorta. Um sorta. So <laughs> No I... dad, you're wrong again. Um oh, okay. well I thought uh, yeah. forget it. Maybe it was your sister that knew what you wanted to do. No, Lord, um, Lord knows that's not true. Well, what the no. fuck's the matter? Yeah. You, don't, you don't know what you want to do. Look at you. I still don't know what I yeah. can't wait till I figure out what I want to do when I want to grow up. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so I went to URI uh, for my undergrad, and I, I think, I think, like I wanted to be a teacher, which is hysterical because I couldn't do. And now I know, like I couldn't do that. Um, Same, by the way. I did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He actually, I think it's a go-to. You know, I yeah. I actually did teach high school for a oh, couple of years. Good for you. Yeah, and then I got out. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> nah. my high school is definitely like my, and I do work in a school. I'm just not a teacher. Yeah, but well, um, I'm just convinced that you should probably be more mature than the people you're <laughs> trying to teach, and I just couldn't guarantee that to anybody. <laughs> So, right, right. yeah, no. And I taught uh, in my hometown. So it was like, oh, I was young. I was like 23. So I'd like go to 
parties on the weekends around town and see like yep. my my buddy's <laughs> younger brother Yikes. who's in. The, I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Anyways, you're at a kegger. No, no. Be like, yeah. don't forget to have that report yeah. ready hey, tomorrow. Mr. Scortino. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yeah. Sorry about that. Anyway. No, that's so. right. So uh, I actually went in undeclared um, and freshman year was undeclared. So I, but I remember taking, um, I think it was psych 113 and I went in to my first college class and there was like 800 students. And I'm like, wow, this is the population of Block Island. It was insane. Um, and so I took a lot of like my gen eds that first year, lots of big classes, somehow adjusted after coming from a class of seven. Um, and then at the very end of freshman year, I, I did go, I think if I'm remembering correctly, I think I went to the education department and they were like, well, the only teaching jobs are in the inner city right now. Is that something you'd be comfortable with? And I'm like, hell no, I'm from Block Island. Like I can't do inner city. Right. So at least you were honest. Yeah. And so they're like, well, like, I, I can, do you have any, uh, anything yeah. slightly whiter <laughs> yeah, exactly. that I could slide right. into? <laughs> yeah. Too intimidating. A yeah. little, we, we had one Asian kid in our school. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, can I yeah. adapt to that? So um, they were like, why don't you consider communicative disorders, which is ultimately speech therapy? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, you know what? Just to declare something, let's do it. And I ended up sophomore year taking those like beginning classes for the program, totally fell in love with it. It was like the perfect blend of English and science. Um, and it just kind of like took off for me. And then funny enough, when I went to grad school, the grad programs are really competitive. I unfortunately didn't get into URI's grad program. So I went to um, Seton Hall in New Jersey. Okay. Talk about inner city. Yeah. All my internships. It was like Newark, um, South Orange, rough, rough, rough neighborhoods. But uh, I fell in love with it. Can and, I interject a small piece of information yes. here? So, and I, <laughs> I like to say I don't want to offend anybody, but I really don't care that much. But so we, you know, in the hopes that the kids would go to college at URI and we did some persuading, I think I used the exact words of, listen, if you go to URI and stay at our house in Wakefield, I'll pretend you're in California. I will never show up at the door. I will never, I'll pretend you're a states away. So you can have that illusion. I will pretend you're not there. And so they, they did. So, um, Lindsay, you did a year on campus though, right? First. What? Yes. Yeah. One yep. year on campus and then moved into the one side of the duplex. You know, she had to have the campus experience, which is great. I mean, I wouldn't know cause I never was allowed to go to college. Um, <laughs> and she moves into this, to this Wakefield spot, which we were on the cusp of the old Peace Dale. Now Peace Dale is, is, you know, becoming to life. And Lindsay's like, it's a little bit ghetto around here. <laughs> but then three years later, mm -hmm. we go down to Jersey city and Newark. And mm -hmm. I was like, now this is a rough area. You know, I said, yeah. this is now you're in it. So yeah, it's just I funny saw... how leaving Block Island to, to peace, to peace, Dale seemed a little, yeah. you right. know, sketchy and a little, that different. was, and yeah. it was, it was people breaking into cars and, you know, at the time it, it wasn't peace super Dale is great. totally up and coming. It's... Huge now. Huge. Yeah. There's it's, a lot it's less It's a lot crime. nicer. Yeah. Yeah. It was some crime and well, stuff so like that. Well, so isn't Jersey but... City now. I yeah. Mean, Jersey yep, City yeah. is good now. Yeah. I don't know I mean, about forget about Hoboken. Hoboken's like. Oh my God. Done. You can't move to Hoboken. No one can afford Hoboken now. Right. No. Right. Um, 
Yeah, but it, it you're right. you're totally right. Yeah. Like I the transition to Wakefield was intimidating and then all of a sudden I had to go to New Jersey and I'm thrown into these internships in like these scary scary areas. Um so I did that and it was just it it just felt like as the years went on like I was really continuing to I felt like it was like growing up from this like block island like little isolated place and then as I as I went on the you know, stuff you didn't challenge. get to experience here, you yeah. started to experience out there. Yeah. 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 And then um I'm proud. I thought you had a great mm-hmm. transition. I think so too. Yeah. And it it was like this has been a speaking point. Like if I'm um when I interviewed for my current job, I explained to them how I like adjusted to the um inner city areas in New Jersey. And it, I think it's what helped me get my current job, which is in um Woonsocket. So how did you adjust <laughs> to the inner city? experience i don't know i made friends and we (laughs) you know um we talked to each other about our experiences but you just it didn't end up being as big of an adjustment as i thought it would be it really wasn't that big of a deal you know like i I don't know i feel like sometimes people find out i'm from block island and they're like wow you're so normal whatever but it's (laughs) it's really you know my dad rich oh (laughs) you're not that normal Uh, are you but it wasn't like it took effort. It was just a little bit of a culture shock. And then... And then you found out that black people are <laughs> just like everybody else. Yeah. That's it. And like... Well, it... Yeah. What, you know, it's... Um, yeah. People are... People are the same. People are equal. It's the... You know. People and go through the same shit and you just... I worked in a kitchen for several years um, around high school and just after. And, you know, it was all inner city... Uh, Jersey City, I mean, rough, rough crowd working with, you know. I mean, I'm, I'll say it straight up. I, for many times, I was one of the very few, if not the only white guy in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And you do, you get used, you know, these became my comrades. This is who I worked with. And it really immersed me into a different um, culture. Culture, well, you know, and-, and you just get, you know, it's like, you're like, hey, you literally said as, a, you know, kind of funny, but it's true. You're like, we're all just people, you know. That's right. And, and I feel like, um, I use the term like inner city or like urban. It's not necessarily synonymous with different races, like black people or whatever. Right. Right. But you do like, there was a lot of, um, people from India and New Jersey as well. Um, Muslim people, um, lots of, there was a big Jewish population too. And, um, my people. So that, (laughs) yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, I guess my people too. (laughs) And, uh, technically three and an eighth Um, on your end, three and a 16th. (laughs) Also like growing up uh, separate from like race and everything and religion growing up on block Island, there's this like emphasis on nature and conserving the land and blah, 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 all that. But then the difference is you go to New Jersey and where I was, was like one of the most densely populated areas in the country. And so you don't have the nature thing anymore. It's like, people are like, no matter what race, no matter what culture, it doesn't matter. You're right. all packed in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that was a culture shock too. They're like, yo man, what the hell is that? I think it's a tree. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure they call it a tree. Like we would, you know, you have to be, so in my field, you teach a lot, you do a lot with like vocabulary and stuff, but yes. you have to be cognizant of like, when you're working with certain populations, if a kid doesn't know like the terms like beach, ocean and fish, it's just because of exposure. It's not because they it's not because of like a um, language disorder. It's because they that they're no from use the, for the word from the city. They've never been reality. exposed to right. it. Exactly. Like the word like the word mainland. Uh, that's right. We use yeah. it yeah. all the time. 
all the time. And yes. yet there's places where people are like, what, you, what's, what does that mean? Yeah. Mainland, like your yeah. home, home country? Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, it just means you're not on the island anymore. You're going to the mainland. And it's kind of a stupid word if you think about it. <laughs> right? What does it really mean? Right. So that was part of the Why, culture shock, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. It's got to be a trip growing up on this little rock and then, like, you know, go out and... Do you have friends here on the island? Well, yeah, you must. That that never got that experience. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I have some friends that have mostly, like, stayed, stayed around. Um, yeah, it's Buck a variety, island. right? I mean, I can yeah. think of one or two that... Stayed and work here, maybe for the town. Those town yeah, jobs. And, yeah. Um, do, yeah. You know, we never talked about this either, though, of your graduating class, male to female ratio. Three girls, four boys. And then my other daughter, Madison, wasn't she mostly girls? I thought one of you had a larger. I can't remember. There was a there was a What's point in that red cup. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point when my whole class was it was all girls. Oh, there was a point. But I, that, I think that. it was like seventh grade. Yeah, maybe eighth and, grade. And your dad was like, yeah. "Sweet, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Guess I can put the shotgun back yeah. in the closet." And then, and then my buddy goes, "Yeah, that means to date they're gonna have to look at the grade above them." And yeah. I was like, "Oh no, no." no. Did you ever? Um, did you ever? What, did you always know? you were going to, you weren't going to necessarily stay on Block Island after high school. You knew you wanted to go to college maybe, but did you ever, was it ever like in the cards for you? Like, Hey, maybe I'll come back and settle here and just stay here. Like, I think like when I was, um, a little bit younger, it was, it, I was always like, Oh, I love Block Island so much. I would love to live here, whatever. And then I think as you get a little bit older, like later years of high school, you realize like it might not be that realistic um, to be able to like afford to live out here or find housing or whatever it may be. Um, and then I may have lied about those numbers a and- little. Just to <laughs> get, to get me out. Get me out. <laughs> How much are houses here, Dad? Yeah. Eleven million. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But I also think I I like was very ready to leave and meet new people and stuff, and then. Um, I think pretty much like by sophomore year of college, I was like, no, I think the mainland is more like a better fit for me, at least, at least now. Yeah. Um, and I still feel that way. And like we, I live in Exeter now, which is, I guess the block Island of the main of Rhode Island. It's like, I I think it's (laughs) it's pretty, yeah. yeah, They don't even have their own police department, right? It's all patrolled by state police only. Yeah. They don't have like a police chief. It's quiet. So you're well i do want to hear because i want you to say what you do now i'm very very proud of you and where you work um i think there was a time though and again i'm i'm trying to test my memory it's the only thing i worried about having my own family on the show is like idiot it's not me it's somebody else worse enough it's not even my sister that was so-and-so's kid but um there was a point in time where you kind of reached out to us and was like can we can we go to the mainland yeah you know there's there's not that much to do here there's not you know, I'm I'm doing everything there is. There's piano and sports, but you know, I I need more. And you know, I you know, I had the the talk if if you recall, and I said, well, you know, our and this is what happens. You get a little bit caught here in your business and whatnot. And I said we can do it, and I would do it if it would make you happy. But it probably means we'd have to rent the house on Block Island to make ends meet. So we would. It's not like we can have. You'd have to give up the summers on Block Island in order to not have the winters on Block Island. And I think you were like, 
Never mind. <laughs> yeah. It, it, right. It's not worth it. The summers right, here are yeah. so incredible. And I think the winters can be tough socially, especially yeah, for high yeah. school kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you, you got to play small, the small, small group of friends that, like I said earlier, it's the not hand that you're you, dealt. It's not. Yeah. It's not that you don't love them all, but it's you didn't get to choose them based on interests and hobbies and things like that. So. Yeah, I think. And the same goes for the parents. Right. You, you, you end up getting, you know, and, and I don't mean in a negative way either. I mean in a good way or not sometimes in a weird way. But as a parent out here, you, uh, you know, if you're going to do the right thing for your kid, you're going to get to know the other parents of the only kids in that grade because you, you have to. Yeah. You know, that's the social circle. So yeah. you as a parent end up in a social circle that maybe wouldn't have happened naturally. You know, right. it's not it ends up organic. But it didn't start that way. So now some of these people are lifelong friends, you know, sure. I mean, you know, but I don't know if I would have been friends with them had it not been for having kids in the same class and yeah. having to go to fundraisers together and, and starting to carpool. And can you drop off a piano this week? And, you know, so then you, you graduate, you grad school. Yes. Graduated and, um, from Seton Hall. And um, I am now a speech language pathologist. <laughs> so you had to start somewhere though. What's that thing called? You got to, what's, what's the um, thing with the guy with the, to get yeah. the, the signature on a thing. So after you have to do a master's degree and then you yeah. have to do a clinical fellowship year. Okay. And it's, essentially nine months of it it's just like getting hired you get paid and everything it's just that you have to get a certain amount of hours like signed off so you're supervised for the first nine months of your career um so i first started in east providence yep um at hennessy elementary it was awesome and i had um like a more senior SLP that would come and she would like observe me doing sessions and give me feedback and sign off on the hours. And I did part of my clinical fellowship there. And then I got hired. I didn't want to leave East Providence, but um, I was hired through a outside agency and the school district would have had to buy out my contract. It was a whole complicated thing. So I ended up going to a different school district because the, because East Providence it's very rare that school districts will buy out a contract through yeah. from an agency. So I had to go apply for other jobs. So I ended up, um, I applied for a bunch, but Woonsocket was the one that was the most appealing to me. Um, my interview was amazing. Um, they just seemed, it seemed like an awesome district to work for. So I got hired to Woonsocket School District. Oh, congratulations. And thank you. And that's where I am now. This is Second my- Second or third year. This is my third year. Yeah. And surviving through the pandemic, difficult mm -hmm. times and yeah. all that. Yes. Hey, listen, yeah. I think I'm just looking over at Mark. I think we're probably starting to get slow on time. Sure. I don't. I mean, l light on time. What do I Short mean? Short on time. Short. That's what I mm -hmm. meant. Short. Go. Yeah. Hey, can you assign your dad up for a session of your speech yeah. language therapy? <laughs> or maybe some more that. brain cells? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just don't take him yeah. to any phone parties. I don't think we should close without mentioning you recently got engaged to a nice Yay. young man named Mitch. Mm -hmm. Woo! Who's the lucky <laughs> and fella? We, and we like him. Yes. Mitchell yep. Trottier. He's yep. the best. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very, I'm very lucky. Yeah. We, yeah. we all are. Congratulations. Great, great guy. Thank great you. family. Yeah. He's been Thank around you. our family for a long time. Yes. And, and plans for the wedding? Yes. yes. Black uh, Island wedding. Black Island. October 
22nd, 2022. Your father has secured a DJ for you. That's true. Our, the one and man. only Mark Scortino yep. yeah. <laughs> coming out of retirement. Which I don't do for everybody. So and don't, hashtag you know. blessed. And despite yeah. the fact that everyone else has their doubts because Mitch is 34 years older than Lindsay. Um, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, but he's <laughs> nice. No, but he's got one of those yeah. really sporty wheelchairs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And his grandkids are so Young much fun heart. to hang out with. Oh my God, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I think we're probably getting here. Should we consider doing that? Yeah, uh, I do have to hop on a flight okay. at some point. All right. So. so, Lindsay, you may know as a listener Ooh, what we're going to yeah. do next. Quick little lightning round. Oh, all right. I'm a little scared for Mark pops up some. Well, you know how person. I like to shoot from the yeah. from the hip every now and then, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, since you're family, we'll, you we'll shoot, we won't take really it easy. Hip. Take it easy. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to kick it off. How's that? Yeah, sound? please. All right. all right. Would you rather never eat watermelon ever again, or be forced to eat watermelon with every meal? Never eat watermelon again. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? Mm, Pre COVID, yes. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Sourdough or wheat? Sourdough. Stale Sour Patch Kids or Fresh Circus Peanuts? Stale Sour Patch Kids. Would you rather hunt and butcher your own meat or never eat meat again? (gasps) Hunt and butcher my own meat. (laughs) She just made you proud, didn't she? Wow, I'm so happy. (laughs) Ah. All right, you got any more? Um... (laughs) (laughs) Rich and Patty are choosing to live on the mainland. One of them's going to stay here. Who do you live with? <laughs> Wait, one's on the mainland, one's on island? Yeah. I have to pick one to live with? Yeah. Who? Oh, shit. Based on location. Based on location? <laughs> yeah. I have to live with full time. Yeah. Mainland. <laughs> I didn't say who was where. That's though. what I mean. It was you a tricky question. Who. You I didn't like. say I who was parents, there. It had nothing to do with your parents. Yeah, See, I was very clever about that. <laughs> Lindsay, thank you so much Thanks, for hopping Lindsay. here. And uh, thank you for having me. Really glad you did this with us. This it's, was this a real is, uh, honor. This is fun. This I, is fun. Yeah, this was very nice. Thank you guys for having me. And Thanks. as always, so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, yeah, it's nice to see you too. You guys are really. <laughs> it's awesome to see like. Uh, cool island family vibe. You know, it's nice. I almost feel like I'm part of the Trethaway family right now. You are. We'll have to get my wife on here and you'll see the opposite. Well, so, (laughs) wait, Lance, maybe we can run this by... Somebody had an idea where uh, they said you should have, like, your mom on the show and she... And I should interview Rich, mm. your dad. Yeah. And then like we should have my wife Katie on the show and Katie mm-hmm. and Rich should interview me. I think it's a great I idea. I am so on board with that. All right. Okay. I love that idea. Okay. Right. We'll start putting questions together that you want yes. you know, yeah. to ask. Okay. And listen, you listeners, bring- thank you for listening to us. Thank you to our sponsors as always. And please, uh, if you have any great ideas for guests or anything you want to hear on the podcast, feel free to send them to us at our email at two guys on bi at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and most importantly, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever you listen to us on. And please tell your friends friends. about how much you love Two Guys on Block Island. If you don't love it, just lie. Just lie. Yeah. We do it all the time. 
on this podcast. Except we're telling the truth about that. Or maybe it's, I forget. I can't remember. All right. Oh, hey, thank you again, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks for a great episode, Mark. Rich, you too. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Okay. Hey, Rich. What is it? Um, I got got a foam machine coming in uh, in about 20 minutes. I'm going to put it, where do you want me to do the foam party? Do you want me to do it here in the studio or do you want me to do it in your house? Um, house? When you get here, wherever I am with a bunch of underage college kids and a bunch of red cups, that's where we should do it. Okay, done. All right, I'll see you there. See ya. What shall we do with drunken sailor? What shall we do with drunken sailor? What shall we do with drunken sailor?